welcome to the Advance Your Art podcast, where we talk about the journey from artist to entrepreneur and everything in between. You've worked hard to hone your craft. Now take it to the next level with tips, techniques, strategies, and routines used by successful artists to grow their businesses and careers. Now, let's get started and have some fun with your host, Yuri Cataldo. Dave, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm fantastic. And yourself? I'm doing very well. Um, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Perfect. So for the the members of my audience who uh, are less familiar with, with who you are and what you do, how do you describe yourself and, and your work? Hmm. Um, I describe myself as an imagist. Uh, not a photographer, although photography is what I do as a is a living in, a, in an art. Mm-hmm. Um, I call myself an imagist because I don't merely take a photograph. I create images. Um, these in my in the commercial world, which I've been a commercial advertising photographer for 35 years. Um, you know, they, the the ideas or the way that I go about taking photographs is based on customers' ideas. Okay. Uh, you know what they want, how they want me to do it, what their outcome is, what the you know how they're gonna, how do I say this? Um, what their projection would be as far as an image, how will that help them sell? Um, on the artist side, I'm um, more of a spiritual person, and I'm guided by spirit to take my photographs. So I do a lot of meditation, and you know things come to me through that meditation and guide me in creating um the images that I create on my um on my art side mm-hmm. so i'm a photographer artist uh educator that kind of person yeah well wonderful well that's it's you know you sound like you've got a lot of really interesting things happening all same kind of simultaneously which is great so let's start from the beginning of this. So what first drew you into photography and, and imagery? Well, I was freshman in high school, and I have always been an artist. So I've always drawn or painted or, um, you know, trying to get out of what I see in my mind or what I see in front of me on, you know, any kind of material, whether it's paper, wood, metal, plastic, clay, whatever. I've always been that way. And being semi-frustrated uh, as a new artist in high school, I couldn't get down on paper what I saw in my mind or in front of me. And the the art teacher brought me into the darkroom. She was a, a photography teacher as well. And she brought me into the darkroom. And as soon as I saw that first black and white print kind of just magically appear on this piece of paper in the developer, I, I was hooked. I mean, it was it was like magic to me. So fortunately, in our high school at the time, we had two different photography classes. We had an art class and we had a commercial class, meaning commercial photography. So I ended up taking both of those classes every time that I possibly could. And the, the both of them stuck with me, but I knew in my mind that I had to make a living. So I went through the, the commercial side of it pretty strongly and I focused on that side. Um, 
As a junior in high school, I was registered for college already. I knew exactly what I wanted to do and where I was going to go. And three months out of college, I started my business. And this is all I've ever done. It's been 36 years now. I think I'm on 36 year, 35, 36. Wow. So that's that's kind of how I started and where I've been. Yeah. So when you were first starting your business – were there there books you were reading or additional classes you were taking or mentors you worked with to help you bridge some of the you know the, the gaps in knowledge that you may not have had at the time? Well, for myself, and and I wouldn't advise this for anybody knowing what I know now. For myself, I basically just jumped in with both feet and I talked to as many people as I possibly could. Um, I got the jobs that I could at the time, you know, based on the knowledge that I had Mm -hmm. and created the images that I could for those clients and just kept learning by actually doing. Um, I would never suggest that for anybody else knowing what I know now. And I would tell someone that they need a mentor. They need to go be an apprentice in a photography studio if they're going to do commercial work or in an, you know, in an art studio if they're going to be doing artistic work. Um, because the people that have been doing it for a while have the knowledge that you need and you can gain that knowledge. You can gain in a year what it took me five or six years to gain mm. just, just by, you know, apprenticing with someone. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, just I guess, I guess I would say that I was just stubborn and I wanted to do it myself and I wanted to do it my way and how I wanted to do it, not versus the way that somebody told me to do it. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, kept pushing and pushing and pushing and um, joined different organizations, uh, photography organizations, art organizations, business organizations, public speaking organizations, all of those on my own and just learn. And um, much easier to do if you have an apprentice and go that route. Right. Okay. Good to know. So back then, what was what was success to you? Was it gallery shows? Was it more paying uh, commercial work? Or what were you striving for in the, in your early uh, days? Well, in the early days, it was all film. There was no digital. There's uh, computers were just starting to come out as I started. And um, I was in the commercial side of it, which used to be extremely lucrative. And um, that's what I had my focus on was the commercial advertising side, you know, national campaigns and um, international um, campaigns that, that drew big money. Mm-hmm. And uh, the artistic side of it didn't come back until much later. When um, I got a little burned out with the commercial side and I just needed to do something that fulfilled my soul, you know, that filled it up and and gave me inspiration again. So uh, to begin with, it was the commercial side. Sure. So with your commercial jobs, how were you consistently landing new work? Um, now in in. Based on the number of years that I've had, the relationships that I have, I have a lot of, you know, 20 plus year clients. You know, those are those relationships. And so a lot of my work comes from uh, word of mouth at this point. Mm. Although, 
you can never stop advertising. And, you know, advertising in the old days was um, much different than it is today. So, right. you know, using your social media to gain relationships, to um, search out organizations that might, you know, be a, a future client for you and nurture those relationships. And for me, it's more about nurturing a relationship, learning who somebody is and what their desires are, and um, more or less becoming a friend to them so that you can have honest conversations. Uh, sometimes you can't have those kind of conversations if you're um, not on that friendship level, but usually clients of mine becomes friends first, and then we, we get into um, creating work for them. Uh, it just allows a, um, a much easier conversation and you can get a lot deeper into what their needs and desires are, um, you know, how to drive visually, how to drive their product. Um, let's just say up the chain a little bit, you know, to, to make it sell more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So with with all the projects that you've done over the years, is there is there one or two commercial projects you could point to that have been your favorite for one reason or another? Hmm. Probably, I think the one that was the most interesting was photographing the yachts that I used to photograph. Um, you know, we're talking 100, 150-foot, $16 million yachts. Mm-hmm. And very tight spaces, very confining, um, very high end. Um, and those challenged me. And I think it's the challenging aspects of any job that really pushed me to do a better job. You know, I, 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 I thrive on being challenged. You know, somebody says, oh, you can't do that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, try me. You know, and I'm yeah. I'm willing to take a jump, you know, both feet, not knowing whether or not you can actually do it, but but figure it out. You know, that's that's a lot of photography is is, you know, being that person that just figures out what it's going to take to do it and do the job. Sure. Sure. So you you mentioned that, you know, originally your intent was not um, galleries and you were spending more time on com on commercial work. At what point did that switch a little bit and you became interested in creating uh, pieces of imagery that were exhibited in galleries? And how did you get your first art uh, exhibited in a gallery? Well, it's probably about 20 years ago or so. I got back into doing well, maybe 24 years ago, probably about then that I got back into doing um uh, the art photography, and I focused mainly then. Uh, I used large format, four by five or eight by ten cameras, and I was photographing landscapes, which has always been my passion. Okay. And so, creating images back then um, a little more difficult than it is today, because we have instant gratification with the digital side. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, back then I was actually photographing, processing my film, and making a print right wherever it was that I was photographing. I, I had a, a system that I made uh, and developed to, to, to shoot black and white so that I could actually see exactly what I was getting on film right then, within about 20 to 30 minutes. So okay. that was about the quickest instant gratification back then that you could get. And that 
helped me learn the differences of what I was doing and what I was receiving in the image. So um, creating those images uh, became pretty intensive for me. I mean, I really, when I wasn't photographing commercial work, I was just driving myself to get that work done. And as far as um, getting my work in galleries, it wasn't too, it wasn't too hard. The, the stuff that I started creating was, uh, you know, I, not to sound egoistic, but was, was pretty good at the time. And, mm-hmm. um, and people really were drawn to those images. They resonated with the people, as I would say today. Sure. And so it wasn't really difficult for me to get into the galleries. What was difficult was for me to get the person that ran the gallery to talk to me. You know, I was young and I it didn't have all the lingo. And so I would just say, listen, you know, it, if you don't mind, take five minutes. And if you don't like what you see after five minutes, I'll leave. And usually that would get me in the door. And so, um, you know, I'd visit with them for five minutes and that would turn into 30, 40, maybe an hour. And we would have great conversations and I might create a new body of work for them based on the gallery or they would choose the images that I had. So that's how that whole thing wrapped up. Uh, okay. okay, great. And then so as your as your career has evolved and you've had more and more exhibitions and, and projects in galleries, has there been a focus that of yours that you've done in the past that has been your favorite so far or one at least that you have been drawn to the most? A focus as far as an image or a focus as far as a process or I, I would say either of those, whichever whichever you'd prefer to, to discuss. Process or image or both. Well, my my current body of work is um, called Portals of Intent. And these new images, everything that I photograph now is round. Years ago I I made a, a, a camera that was a 35 millimeter lens attached to an 8x10 shutter off of an 8x10 lens and then a, a medium format film. So what happened is the, the images that you took came out round because the projection of the lens, the, normally on the lens it projects bigger than, than the, the film itself, but because I was using bigger film, you got this circle. And, I don't know why, but I kept taking photographs with it and kept, you know, printing them. And um, that just was became something that I really wanted to work on. And I'd say maybe eight or ten years ago, I, I started my spiritual process and it really led me to these portals now. So everything that I do is, is through meditation, as I was, was talking earlier, and that meditation guides me. So it might be that I meditate and come up with a feeling as, as I feel to this on this particular day. Um, and, and it'll give me a word. And I use that particular word as I look out on, you know, the world and what I'm looking for that matches kind of matches that word. And then once I find something that matches that, I sit and, and spend some time with that and meditate uh, again with that, um, space that I'm in. And usually I'm guided even further on how to photograph this piece so that it has a specific intent. So the round part is the portals section and the way that I create the images through meditation and creating um, and being guided for an intent 
is the intent portion of it. Okay. And the images today, if I can say that, that everything in this world is energy, all of us. Everything in it is energy. And when you create something with a specific intention, it has a specific energy. So when you take these images that I create now and you place them in a room, it helps that room vibrate a little bit higher. And people really seem to be drawn to these photographs or images, as I call them. Mm-hmm. And they are... I produce them up to 40 inches in diameter. I create my own frames. I manufacture them myself. I mat and frame everything myself. And then they hang on the wall. And they're, they're quite big at 40 inches. Mm-hmm. But um, this is probably – no, not probably. This is without a doubt um, probably the, the most sacred work that I've ever done in my career. And I started – photographing in 79 so it's been a long time <laughs> yeah wonderful so i'm I, I spent some time on your website and and you have you know many of your beautiful photographs are online is there so in as on the business side of your of your work do you get most of your i would say sales to your photography through galleries or does it come through your your website it's a combination of the two um, sometimes people are drawn by the images through social media and the web, mm-hmm. and then they end up in a gallery. And sometimes they see stuff in galleries, and they're drawn uh, to look further and see my stuff in the website. So it's a kind of a cross pattern. Um, I'd say it's equal on both sides. Okay. One drives the other. Sure. Sure, sure. So you mentioned social media a couple of different times. How how active are you on social media, and how much of it relates to your you know your audience and sales of your artwork? Um, the social media for me is new. Uh, I've always been you know since I'm I don't know, say an old timer. I'm not that old, but anyways, I've been in the business for a long time. So yeah. since I'm used to doing things. Um, you know, face to face, that's the way I've done them for a long time. Okay. And, um, I've just created some new, um, new teachings and new journeys and everything. And that's led me to promote that stuff on social media. So I'm also approaching social media for the art side of it as well. And, and that's how it's started crossing each other, you know, one driving the other one. Mm-hmm. Oh, excellent. So yeah, you so you mentioned a little bit about your teachings, and there's there's some on your website where you do intensives and you also one on one classes. If what so what what types of things do you teach, and and what's like a one on one session with with Dave? What is that like? It it all depends on the person, uh, on the individual, and where they are and their um, growth as a photographer or as a spiritual person, either side of that. Um, some people get hung up on, on spirit when I say spirit. Um, you know, I can, I can easily say that treat it as your intuition. You know, we all have a gut feeling. We all have an intuition. We're driven by something that, um, is much greater than us. And I'll say that I call it myself. I call it spirit. Some people call it source. You know, we're all connected to each other. We're all energy. 
Um, and there's something bigger than us that drives us. So um, as far as the teachings are concerned, you know, a one-on-one with somebody could be as easy as teaching them how to use their camera. You know, they're new. They want to learn how to use it. Um, it could be um, an in-depth conversation of, you know, how to create imagery, imagery with uh, intent mm-hmm. what the, and what that means. It could be uh, the association um, between the camera functions and our functions. So uh, I call what I teach an in-depth exploration between the camera functions in creating a perfect exposure and our functions in creating a perfect balance for ourselves. And there's associations with those two that link to each other. So if you learn them that uh, as they relate to each other, then you can walk through your photographic creation spiritually mm-hmm. and you can walk through your spiritual path creatively through your photography kind of again it crosses mm-hmm. oh great so if if when you speak to to new students and it sounds like you do what types of advice do you give them about um putting yourself out there and kind of over overcoming the fear of of being more vulnerable in their art well, first thing I, I tell almost everybody, and this, this is due to, to, you know, how we're raised in society today. We, you know, we're so fast. We, we, you know, society moves so fast today and people are not slowing down and, and really paying attention to, um, to what is happening, not just what's going on, you know, like gnats buzzing around you and that kind of thing, but literally how you feel in a space, mm-hmm. whether it's out in the woods and, and um, creating you know, art or whether you're in a studio and you're creating a commercial piece. There's a lot to be said of slowing down. And a lot of our anxiety that we have is, is because we're going so fast that we're not really sure where we are. You know, in a space. So slowing down and being comfortable in that space and understanding what it feels like and moving forward slowly um, takes away a lot of the fear and anxiety. So that's my first thing that I would tell people or explain to them what that does for them. Mm-hmm. Because when I started, I was just, you know, 100 miles an hour and, and I, I didn't pay attention to stuff. And now it's quite different. And um, it's much more peaceful. Sure. Wonderful. So with that, with with all that you've done and experienced over the years, what would you say has been the best advice that you have ever received? Hmm. That's a great question. (laughs) Nobody's ever asked that question to me. What's the best advice? I probably would have to say the same thing towards me. Um, I'm fortunate enough that my instructor from high school is still one of my very, very, very good friends. Hmm. And he's more of, of um, he's always been more of a, like a Zen person. Okay. And many times in life he's told me to slow down. And every time that he's told me to slow down and I did, 
um, it, it helped a lot. So um, maybe between slowing down and being told to always chase your dreams no matter what anybody else has said. Maybe between those two, there's some kind of a, of a balance that would be the best advice. Sure. Okay, good. So this has been fantastic. If the listeners would like to see your work, uh, perhaps contact you or, or get to know more about what you're, you're working on these days, where is the best place they can go to do that? Very simple. Uh, portals of Intent. That's P-O-R-T-A-L-S of Intent. I-N-T-E-N-T dot com. You can also reach me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and LinkedIn as Portals of Intent. Great. And I will make sure I put those links in the show notes so people can click right through. Fantastic. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Of course, Dave. This has been my absolute pleasure. And again, thank you for taking the time to chat with me. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Advance Your Art Podcast. If you like this episode, please go into iTunes and give us a five-star rating. And while you're there, hit the subscribe button so that every single time I release a new episode, it will go directly to you without even thinking about it. If you're interested in hearing older episodes, please go to AdvanceYourArt.com where you can find the catalog of everything I've done so far, as well as contact information and projects I'm working on. Thank you again, and have a great day.